Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're ready to discover you, it might be time to switch to Vodafone X. It's the mobile plan that gives you access to online courses, time and studio spaces, and unlimited data to explore more paths to shape your future the way you want to. And you get it all for just 20 euro every four weeks. Discover you when you dive in at VodafoneX.ie. Offer includes unlimited data. Maximum speed 10 megabits per second. Offer gives redeemer access to booking one online space or course every four weeks pending 20 euro top up. See Vodafone.ie for full terms. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Second Take Variety Hour. Welcome to the Second Take Variety Hour, the show that, unlike my belt during an all-you-can-eat buffet, probably won't last the entire hour. Oh, almost, really, almost botched that. That's very evocative. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm Sebastian. <laughs> I'm Andy Shoslam. The carton of beer that I had last night is not sitting well with me, and I'm Alex. <laughs> I'm shocked. I'm not shocked. Um, so, yeah, welcome to the show where we talk about something. Something. What do you got? Let's start with something. Little-known show... Actually, it, it's it's on Netflix. I'm I'm sure it has quite a following there. Called Shit's Creek. Okay. Have yeah. either of you heard of it at all? No. Yeah. Stars Eugene Levy. His son is also in it. Daniel Levy. Catherine O'Hara uh, is in it. If you don't know about it, it follows uh, the Rose family, who in the very first episode, their accountant absconds with all their money, not having paid any taxes for the last decade or so. Mm. And so the IRS is coming in and repossessing absolutely everything that they have. Ah. They are, you know, they, they do have a kind velvet hand, however, and they leave them with one asset that Charlie Rose bought as a joke for his son. He bought the deed to the town of Schitt's Creek. The town. The town of okay, Schitt's yep. Creek, where they now have to move because it's the only place they, they have. All their friends have ostracized them for having uh, all this being being muddled up with with these taxes they have none of their uh, networks nobody nobody will help them nobody will lend them any money they have to move to Schitt's Creek and the whole first season is about them fighting the fact that they have to be there they want to get back to their to their original life of, of luxury and and such but slowly they have to start taking jobs and eating at the cafe and integrating with all these people and it's it's up to its fifth season. I think the fifth oh, season God, is, a, is about to. It's and it's funny as hell. Okay, it's really good. Throughout oh. the whole thing, they slowly, slowly come to terms with um, this is this is their home. This is where they they're going to be, and they start defending it. That okay. they 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 see it for all the little. They see all the all the little good parts of it that they would just have dismissed because it had an awful name and it had you know no no Shangri-La it didn't have fancy menus at the at the cafe it didn't but slowly they start to change it and 
and and change Shit's Creek as well to make make it better. Make so, make the people there realize that they can have nice things as well. So it's kind of like Stockholm syndrome is set in, <laughs> and they're now siding with their captor. S- sort of. Now I I talked a couple of weeks ago about the Good Place. Yes. In that it's remarkable that there's a show about philosophy uh, that is successful and and funny and going on. I would say of the Good Place that it's a show about um, uh, responsibility and what responsibilities we have in society to each other for ourselves. Mm. Schitt's Creek in that sense is about finding the responsibility that uh, the, that we're all uh, searching for, you know, the, the, the meaning that we're all searching for. Okay. And, that, and sometimes it can it can happen in the, in the weirdest ways, under the weirdest circumstances. It is particularly funny, is it? It is bloody good. Okay. I have to look into it because I am looking for a new comedy. I've been struggling after catching up with The Good Place, knowing <laughs> no, where to go. I would, I would highly recommend it. And Daniel Levy writes it, uh, who is uh, genuinely uh, Eugene Levy's son. Yep. Um, his daughter is also plays the waitress, uh, Tweeny or Twindle or something, something like that. Okay. Um, in, in the show, uh, but it's it's very well cast, very funny. It, it takes some time to like the characters because they are so unlikable in the first place, but you start to see the the, the good side of them. Okay, sounds right. good. Now, Alex, yeah. rumor has it you have a particularly hot topic to talk about today. Oh yeah. What you got? It's this bar that I went to last night. Oh okay. Mm. I'm not, on. I'm not an alcoholic. <laughs> I promise you, it just so happens that every second Friday night I stay in and I have a nice, lovely night with my wife and we don't go out. And that's not the night before we record. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only drunk every second week. <laughs> so last night I went to this bar um, with a couple of friends and my wife and so it's kind of fancy, like the cocktails are like twenty dollars each standard, like nothing overly fancy. Like then you can go in cured meats and fancy cheese stuff, like tapas sort of thing. Or yeah, and okay. it's like upwards of forty five dollars share. Thing. Okay, so it's, that's pretty typical. Yeah, yeah but uh, I just want to talk about how just the ten. Ah, are you naming was. and shaming oh, the I'm venue? Not, or? No, 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 you you can. We literally do reviews. I, You're allowed to like say I went to McDonald's and the burger remember. wasn't that good. You can't remember. Can't remember you can never say an alcoholic, so it's fine. <laughs> not enough. I just I, I didn't care that much to get the name of the place. It was, like it was fine. Like I was having. Um, so th- this is where the thing that I actually want to talk about comes in. I was having Southern Comfort and organic, locally sourced cola. You're a hipster, man. No. <laughs> Did you what have a choice? I, what I ordered was ah a Southern Comfort and Coke. Uh-huh. Sorry, sir, we don't have Coke. <laughs> well, also, I guess I'll have a Southern Comfort and Pepsi then. That's the other. That's the other standard, right? <laughs> Sorry, sir, we've got a Byron Bay organic cola. We've got we've got kombucha. It's effectively the same. <laughs> how small was this bar? Like how many how many tables were? There? Oh, there were probably you could probably people. fifty. Oh, fifty people. Fifty. Okay. People. Fifty tables. Yeah. Yes. Well, yes. I no, I mean huge, like, right? Yeah. For for a place of fifty tables, not to have Coke on the menu, I would think is truly remarkable. Mm. Okay, so the first time <laughs> he's buckling in. This is going to be a big one. My my wife went up and ordered for me, and she came back and she was like, "Ha this is a locally sourced organic cola. I hope it's good." Tastes like cola. Okay, yeah. good. It was Southern Comfort and it had an orange. It was really nice. So then I went up with my friend and we were getting the next round. And he said, oh, because oh, he was drinking the same thing as me. And he goes, oh, can I get a Southern Comfort and Coke? No, we don't have Coke. And he goes, oh, well, what can I have with it? And he's like, we have an organic 
locally sourced cola. And he goes, Fine, that'll oh. do. Yeah. So just like <laughs> uh, Southern Comfort and Coke. Like it's, and he's like, no, this cola <laughs> is locally sourced oh. and organic. Oh, so he made a point of this of, is yes. so cringy. Yeah. Oh, made a point of it and then said, the internationals can't win here. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is the hill I am dying on. It's not Coke. God damn it. Wow. I just could not believe that someone would go to that much effort to two people who in his world mean absolutely nothing. Like sure, customers, but like that's Ugh. not how you're going to get customers to come back. I went, really like saying, I don't, no, sir, you're wrong. You can't have a Coke. Here's my organic locally sourced cola. If he's gone to the extent to exclude Coke and Pepsi because they're big internationals and he doesn't want them apart, maybe he's onto something. Maybe there is a market for you know Whoa. fighting big cola. Can it, can, uh, let's, let's do a bit of role play here. I'm going to show you how I would approach the situation as the bartender. Uh, can we, go, go, please take it. Order for me. Someone, please. I'll have a Bacardi and Coke. Oh, I'm really sorry. We actually, I, I don't have Coke, but I do have this Byron Bay organic cola. Um, do you mind if we use that instead? Yeah, that'll be fine. Whatever. That's how a human being does things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, hey, I don't have that exact thing that you want. Here's a substitute. Are we cool? Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. so you, right? paid, you paid $20 for a Southern Comfort and Coke? No, but no, no it wasn't it was a Coke, a- you see. It was a Byron Bay organic cola. Locally sourced. Well, I mean, come on. A, a Spirit and Coke should not cost more than 12 bucks. Yeah, it, it was 12 bucks. Okay. okay, okay well, right. the, the, like the fancy. The fancy drinks. Oh, cocktails like, like 20. Like, yeah. 20. Okay. Ideally, but, it should cost eight. I, um, yes. It depends what kind of pub you're going to. I, I had a very similar experience. So after um, wrestling training, we always go up the road, get burgers at this one place. And then I always want a coffee because it's like 10 o'clock at night. And the only place open, there's a 24-hour fruit shop. Um, across from where we are, and Charlie's, Charlie's, and they have a they have a little cafe built in there. Okay, I've been doing this periodically for a couple of months now, going and getting a coffee, and they are a, a vegetarian to vegan establishment. They 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 prefer vegan, but they do have vegetarian Run. substitutes depending. So I go up and I order a latte, and I know very well they have almond milk and they have soy milk, and that's yes, it. That's fine. Yes, of I'll, course, I get a soy latte. Yeah. That's just what I do. I'll just uh, have regular milk, please. I'm sorry, we don't do no. dairy. <laughs> I, I went up and I ordered, like I've done every time, because you, you order and they offer you which milks you want and that is it. Yeah. And I got served by a different lady and she looks me up and down and goes, just so you know, we don't have any animal milk. <laughs> and I was like, oh, cool. I guess I'll just get the soy latte like I get every time. <laughs> like, but like, So then, she made a point of it as well. Yeah, we, we, but, are, we are drawing this line and we are definitely on this side of it. Yeah. So then the guy behind me, one of my wrestling guys, gets up, orders, and she's like, do you want that on the soy or almond milk? And he goes, don't you have real milk? Yes. And she's like, I may have some skim milk in the fridge. He's like, that or full fat, but none of that shit milk, thanks. Because my friend <laughs> has no tact. And he didn't see her slight me. He was just being a dickhead on his own on his own side. But it was no, like, no, he shouldn't have any tact. This is what I want. Yeah. And, f- and fair enough, if you don't want to serve that to me, that's fine. I'll go somewhere else. But you don't attack the customer. Like, I, I didn't even ask just for like, normal milk. I, yeah. like, I've done the same thing every time. I just get, I don't normally get soy milk. I just get it when I go to this place because I can drink it and I need a coffee right now. So that's, you know, I'll some people, in Rome. Some people are on a crusade and they oh. make no bones 
bones oh. about it. But yeah. both of the, it was the same thing because both people were on a crusade here. <laughs> yeah. But it was like paying customer versus well, dickhead attendance. Good fight. Like, Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> Battle so Royale. After we backed off, I was like, thank you for that. It's like, for what? I'm like, oh, you didn't catch anything. Oh, she's been an absolute dickhead to me. And like, you came in and swooped it. I was like, this is the place that's vegan. It's like, oh, I had no idea. <laughs> like, good. <laughs> so, yeah, they're all out uh, there and they're all off. They're all organic, I find. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it just like I just like we were we were paying customers we were paying more than we should have been for these products and it goes no you cannot have what you ordered I like and that's fine the response to that is yeah. you don't go back oh yeah that's it I he won't be like, he doesn't continue to get your money correct. that's that's the response and if you remember the name you could have had you could have been like fuck them yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, so today I'm going to talk about a book series that I've read. Well, I say read. I've read some of them and I've audiobooked more of them than I've actually read. Right. Um, it's a book series called The Dresden Files. So it's been start- it started in 2000. Uh, is, it, is it a Cold War uh, thing? It is not. Oh, okay. No. So started in 2000. It's 15 books into the series now, main books. They've done a couple of like side books as well. And I'm, I think end of this year or beginning of next year, the 16th chapter's um, books due out. Right. Um. It is what is best described as an urban fantasy film. So the story is about a detective called Harry Dresden, who is also okay. a wizard. <laughs> Not the place. Oh, oh okay. yeah. Okay. And <laughs> no wonder I haven't heard of it then. <laughs> the book is the books are written from first person. It's a detective story. So you're following him case to case, learning exactly what he's learning from his point of view. And he doesn't refer to you as the audience, but it's written as though he's writing to an audience. Right. Um, and it's going around and solving magical crimes, whether they be beasts or you know, dark wizards or this or that, but it's using a very similar law system to Dungeons and Dragons, just in a modern context. Right. There's actually a, they've actually made a game system based called the, I think it's the Dresden series, whatever, like a D&D version yeah. of this game as well. But the audiobooks are particularly nice. They're read, uh, read out by James Masters, the place Spike and Buffy and... I guess if I was going to shame, I'd say Piccolo from Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> but uh, really nice voice actor or an actor in general. Okay. And it's, yeah, it's just going along and following them. And they do, like, the first couple of books start off just here's one case, then here's the next case, the next book, then that, then that, then that. And by about book four or five, they start pushing into, like, fey lore and telling stories about the winter and the summer court and stuff. And that way the, the series now kind of picked its line and is going down this telling a consistent story throughout all these cases, but they are still our individual cases just yes. the through line. And I really enjoy them. Like I didn't have the attention span, for example, like after I read the final Harry Potter book for me, it, that was fine. I'm good. When they released all this like supplement stuff here and there, for me, it was never a case of wanting to continue on. Like I didn't read the cursed child when it came out, like I'm done. But for this thing, like I've been waiting for a couple of years now for this next chapter to come out just to, keep the story going because it's really enjoyable and I do recommend it if, but you've got to like detective stories and fantasy so there's two big two niches you have to find yourself oh, in oh they're conflicting worlds in, as far as I'm concerned I love yeah. the detective part not on board with the fantasy it's they do a good job of kind of easing you into it because okay. it does go into like I said deep lore but it's always it's never like you know what a vampire is right kid like they, they will hold your hand and walk you through every new thing that occurs yeah. as though it's the first time you've ever heard of it I, I think the, the the reason I have such trouble with fantasy is that it is made up. So all the rules that you come up with are completely arbitrary. Yes. Right? All all the all the magical things you can do and the magical things you're prevented from doing are just contrived for the plot. 
Yes, no, no, I, I agree. I know that's strong language to to use, but that's that's the way I feel. Like you made this decision deliberately in order to be able to tell a story instead of just telling an interesting story. Well, that's why I say in the first couple of books, there is like kind of things of convenience that will occur. Yeah. But as the story goes on and they kind of set the rules of this is what Harry can do, this is what he can't do yeah. sort of thing, then you are playing with a, like a set rule book by the end yeah. towards the latter half of the series. Like you know the rules at play here. So it does work in that regard. But also, I mean, a lot of the law they're pulling from is pre-existing law. They may occasionally have their own little thing added to it. But, but that's for the arbitrary most part, too. Yes. Yeah. But it's like, for example... I'll bring vampires back again. It's a very similar, if not precise, bit of vampire law that you would generally be aware of. Maybe with a bit of flavor added here or there, but for the most part, they don't make random shit up that you have to learn on the go. Right. It is just like, this is what you know about it. That's pretty much enough, but here we'll teach you as we do it anyway. Okay. But a lot of the things are recurring. So it's once something shows up and you see how it operates, it will be consistently operational throughout the entire series. So the rules stay standard again okay, I don't know. I know it, that, it does work for the series but yeah with fantasy it's, it's all bullshit so it's all that's bullshit. what loses yeah. me in the first place here i mean I'm, I'm a bit more forgiving with science fiction because at least it attempts to base it in reality and it speculates on what might be possible yeah um and and still holds it holds it to at least good sci-fi holds itself to account but fantasy is just completely made up there and, was actually a tv show of this series started oh, i think it was on the sci-fi network I remember the the name is familiar. Yes, Desmond, but so, but I associate it with 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 immediately with you know uh, Cold War East German Stasi. No, no, no. This is set in Chicago, <laughs> I, I think. Yeah, is right. it Chicago? Yeah. Um, so Paul Blackthorne is the actor that played Dresden in the series. He's appeared in a couple of things here and there, like CW shows and other sci-fi stuff. It's terrible. Like <laughs> I had to go so far out of my way when I was in the middle of the series to find this series because I don't have I don't have Foxtel anymore, and that's where I first had come across it, but only in passing. It is a trashy, <laughs> trash, trash heap, and I'm glad it was cancelled in season one. Oh, good. <laughs> and like they like they don't they they were doing case by case for the episodes to the point like the season finale of the se- of first season was actually just the condensed version of the entire first book. So rather than stretching it out and telling like this long form case, it was just here you go. And right. yeah, so it was pacing was fucked. It didn't look good because the sci-fi network, especially when it came out, was particularly low funded. Okay. But yeah, really fun book series. I, I if I could just recommend getting Audible in general, it's a great audiobook system. Right. Like you get one it's like what, twelve, thirteen dollars Australian a month or whatever, and you get a free book out of it too. So it's pretty cheap. If you subscribe, it's just a great way to to uh to get books to get to get audiobooks as well. Yeah. It's a fun so platform. I'm pretty done. Good. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about before yeah. we go? No, I think that's it for this week. Sweet. All right. Well, guys, we can be found on a couple of different mediums. We have our website, secondtakepodcast.com. We can be found on Facebook as well, facebook.com slash secondtake. And we have an email address. Wait for it. Secondtakepodcast at gmail.com. Tweet us at secondtaketnc. Or like our Instagram stuff at, at secondtakepodcast. Absolutely nailed it. Thank you very much today, guys. Pleasure. Presenting a really big deal for young drivers. Get a great price on the car cover you need with our 20% sign-up discount. Just search Super Value Insurance and get a great quote now. This car insurance is underwritten by AXA Insurance DAC. Super Value Financial Services DAC trading as Super Value Insurance is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. 
Your future is full of possibilities. Vodafone X is the mobile plan to help you discover them. Discover what makes you tick with quick, free online courses. Discover by experimenting in studio spaces. You can book one for free. You never know where a little leap in a different direction could take you. So dive in at VodafoneX.ie to see what's included and discover you. Vodafone X is a four-week top-up offer and is subject to availability. Offer gives Redeemer access to booking one online space or course every four weeks pending 20 euro top-up. See Vodafone.ie for full terms. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 